We're planning on renovating our kitchen, but we don't want to break our budget. Is it possible to have a stylist kitchen on an Ikea budget? Let's find out. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. One of our big goals for 2020 is finally updating our kitchen. When we moved into our house four years ago, we knew that there were going to be some projects we needed to tackle. While the house definitely has some great bones and a timeless quality to it, there are some rooms that felt mm, a bit dated. The kitchen's definitely one of them. You got that parquet floor in the dining room butting up against the weird off-white tile in the kitchen that never looks clean even right after it gets scrubbed. We have some solid wood cabinets with a very speckled laminate color and unstandard size appliances, which has made swapping out a stove not a reasonably affordable option. It's a blast from the past with a pretty good layout that we'd like to modernize a bit while still respecting the style of the house. While a kitchen update in itself is a challenge, there are some factors that come into play that requires a bit more creativity with both the budget and design. For one, our original plan was to work on the kitchen this winter, and then come summer we were going to buy a replacement commuter car for my husband. That didn't happen. We got his car last month, so we're keeping an eye on our buffer with our budget. And then we're also just juggling a lot between work and the kids. And we want to make sure that we have a kitchen that we love, but we want to keep it affordable. So definitely a challenge, but we're going to accept it. And you might be in the same boat, getting ready for a home renovation. You want to make sure that it's stylish and that it will last you for years and you'll be happy with it, but you don't want to break your budget. Barrett Teague, Consumer Lending Analytics Manager at Coastal Credit Union, is here today to help us crunch the numbers. In this episode, we're going to look at how to figure out your budget for a renovation and ways to finance a remodel how to get a wonderful contractor that you love and can partner up with on this project, and then ways you can save and make your dollars go further. Sounds good? Let's get started. Let's start off with the biggest question we had and you're probably thinking about. How much is this renovation gonna cost? The answer is, it depends. Whenever you are tackling an entire room or area like we are with this kitchen, there are several factors at play. You have to consider, for example, the materials that you're going to be using. With our kitchen, some decisions we had to make, what cabinets are we going to be using and what countertops do we want? Since we're dealing with a kitchen, next question was appliances. Are we going to go for top of the line or something more affordable but still stylish and functional? And then Three, look at the layout. If your house has a good flow to it, you might just want to let it be there. We do like how the cabinets run in their kitchen, so the new cabinets are basically going to be in the same spot. 
If you do decide that you're going to shift things around the room, just also consider you may have additional expenses like permits. And finally, you may decide that this is going to be a major, major renovation, which includes breaking down, moving and shifting walls. And in that case, if you're opening up walls, there's a good chance that your expenses are going to be higher because you're more than likely going to need permits and skilled tradespersons like electricians and plumbers to run these new lines. So your decisions on these factors can either keep whatever renovation you're doing affordable or have it balloon past your initial budget. Now for our work in the kitchen, we are actually focusing on a few minor adjustments that we think will have a big impact. We're going to be unifying and having the same flooring in both the kitchen and the dining room. We're also going to be upgrading some of the appliances and fixtures. And even though we're keeping the same layout with the main cabinets, we're actually going to be losing some uppers on the opposite walls. We're taking advantage of better storage options that are now available with the new cabinets and we're putting in a pantry. So with these choices, our kitchen renovation is going to be on the lower side than what's typically given for the range, which is currently 13000 to 37000 And just doing this, walking through what you want in the kitchen can help you define the scope of the project so you can get a more accurate estimate of what you could expect for expenses. So how do you find those numbers? by going online and offline, as Barrett explains. You know, really, the, the best thing to do is to just go big and kind of map out what you want mm-hmm. and get in touch, reach out to some contractors. I prefer personal mm-hmm. referral myself. Like, you know, yeah. you reach out to uh, on your maybe your neighborhood Facebook page and see mm-hmm. if there's someone else in the neighborhood who can testify that so-and-so does great work. You know, invite them out, talk to them about what you want to do and just start getting some cost estimates. You know, in those cost estimates, you're either going to feel really good about the Mm -hmm. uh, information that you get or you're going to realize that maybe you need to dial things back a little bit. It really just starts with getting some numbers from some real people that are going to do the work. And after you get some estimates on hand, you're in a much better position to decide a few things. Would you prefer to save up for your project or do you want to get some financing on it? Now, we're going to put a pin on financing in that whole process because one of the biggest traps, whether you're paying with cash or you're going to do a line of credit or a home equity loan, is that families get so excited about the renovation project that they overspend thinking that they're going to get a good return on it. And that's not always the case. Kitchen remodels can be an incredible transformation, but when it comes to your return on investment, you may not be getting out what you put in. If you're doing a major kitchen remodel, your return on investment is closer to about 60%. So every $100 you're putting in towards that remodel, you're only going to get slightly more than half back. However, I should also mention that if you do a strategic minor kitchen remodel, maybe changing up the surfaces and appliances, your return investments can be closer to 80%. So when you are making the decision of what to save on and what to splurge, just keep in mind, are you doing it as an investment for when you sell it or is this more personalizing your home? Brad had some ideas on what you could do to get the most for the money you're putting in. I have spoken recently with a good friend who is the, um, he's the owner of a company called Property Specific Realty. And that's really, mm-hmm. that's exactly what they do. Kitchen is number one. 
Mm-hmm. But um, the thing that surprised me about the kitchen is uh, the best investment that you could make, changing how the kitchen fits with the rest of the house, creating an open gathering space rather than necessarily changing the footprint of, you know, let's take this, this uh, little section here and flip it around and make it an island. You know, the best investment you can make is to, is to open it up. Not everybody loves that. But then you have to uh, consider your motivation for why you want to um, renovate. You know, mm-hmm. are, you, are you making an investment to get the best return down the road or are you personalizing it? Yeah. You know, and those two things don't always work together. Most people like that openness you know, mm-hmm. from one room to the next. And if you can do that, that's really going to get you your best return. So hopefully you have a better idea of the scope of work that you're looking for and making sure you feel comfortable with the return on investment that you're getting. So let's talk about the numbers a little bit more. How are you going to be paying for this renovation? And there are different routes you can go. For us, we decided that we're trying to keep this debt free. So this kitchen project has been something that's been running in the background as part of our automated savings system. It's a lot easier for us to do that. We figure out the money that we need to set aside and then have that being transferred into the savings account. Now, if you decide to go with financing, there are some different options out there. Personal loans mm-hmm. are screaming hot in the financial services industry right now. Mm-hmm. Like you see a lot of uh, advertisement on TV. Um, I know they're spending a lot of investing a lot of money in mail. Um, they're simple, um, but the drawback, uh, you know, and, and you get the money really quick, uh, but the drawback is the rates tend to be higher and mm-hmm. the terms are shorter, which means you have to repay more money in a shorter amount of time. Uh-huh. Um, so it, it, depending on the size of your project and, mm-hmm. and what you feel like you can afford monthly, um, that may not be the best option. Um, but if you feel like it's something you're going to be able to pay off relatively quickly, then a personal loan is an amazing option. Um, and then there's always home equity. Okay. You know, yeah. um, you could uh, take out a home equity loan or a home equity line of credit and you aren't going to get the money quite as quickly, mm-hmm. uh, but you can typically access more of it and repay it over a longer period of time, which is going to make your monthly payments uh, more affordable. And even though those last two options are both used for home projects, there are some differences that you need to be aware of. The the biggest difference Mm -hmm. is um, if you think of a a line of credit as money that you have access to, a home equity line of credit Mm -hmm. is uh, money that you have access to that you can uh, draw on or that you can can take from and you can use it and you can repay it. And then it's available to borrow on again if you want to pick up the project and, you know, do another phase of it next year. You mm-hmm. know, you could borrow some and pay back. Um, so you have a great deal of flexibility. Um, a home equity line of credit uh, typically is going to carry a variable interest rate over the long term. There are a okay. lot of options available where, you know, you have a fixed interest rate for a short period up front. But mm-hmm. you really need to pay attention to what the long term uh uh, terms of that line of credit are going to be okay because they're typically not nearly as attractive. Typically, aren't nearly as mm-hmm. attractive as the um, uh, as the intro. Gotcha. Um, the home equity loan, on the other hand, is where you get approved for a lump sum of money. Mm-hmm. 
know, we're going to give you that money. Yeah. Um, you can pay it back as quickly as you like or uh, uh, on a fixed schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's no flexibility. So you get the money, you use it, and you pay it back. And then if you need more, you have to reapply for a okay. larger loan amount or, you know, it's, it's just, I don't prefer it for that type of project, especially mm-hmm. since with a home improvement project, you may get into it and find out you need a little more than you thought you did. Mm-hmm. And the line of credit is going to give you that flexibility. And if you do decide that you want to finance part or all of your home renovation project, I asked Baird if he could go through the process so you could be familiar with what to expect and what documents you need. Um, you could go into uh, any coastal branch mm-hmm. and uh, speak to uh, an account manager or relationship mm-hmm. manager, and um, they're going to walk you through the whole process. Um, you'll submit the application in the branch. Mm-hmm. Um, you would need to have an idea of mm-hmm. what you think the market value of your home is. You need to know what your um, monthly income is. It's helpful to bring a pay stub. Okay. Um, and it's also uh, helpful if you can talk to the account manager or relationship manager about what the purpose of this loan is, um, just because they may be able to make some recommendations along the way to help you make sure you end up with the right loan product. Mm-hmm. Um, and, or you could apply online, you know, go mm-hmm. to coastal24.com, log into your online banking, and you can begin the application there. Um, yeah, I think sometimes people get hung up because they're like, well, I'm not sure what the market value of my house is. So let me go figure that out. And then maybe I'll come back and apply. Yeah. Well, if you think it's 200 mm-hmm. and you later realize, oh, I think it's 250, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can make those adjustments through the process. Okay. So, um, to just have an idea of what some of those numbers are is, is really the important thing. Um, and through there, from there, you'll be contacted and, um, they'll go over the application to make sure that everything that you've entered is, uh, you know, what they think it is and, uh, go over whatever documents they're going to need and next steps. And as you start saving up for the home renovation project, or you're going through the process of getting financing, you can start looking for potential contractors. If you already have someone that you've worked with before and you're really happy with the quality of work they do, fantastic. However, if this is your first home project or you need a contractor with a specific set of skills, it can take some legwork. Sites like Angie's List can be wonderful starting points, but as Barrett points out, you don't want to miss a crucial offline way to find a wonderful contractor. Yeah, Angie's List is out there. Uh, home Advisor is out there. Mm-hmm. Google, you know, I, I I really believe that word of mouth is the best thing to do. Because, um, you know, you could go on Home Advisor and you could hire XYZ contracting company. They're going to send somebody to your house, mm-hmm. talk to them. You like them, you hire them. Um, but then they, the company really is just kind of a revolving door of people that do work for them. And you really mm-hmm. don't know who's going to come and do the work. The best people are the people that aren't advertising. The best people are hidden. The best people are the ones that Mm. you know somebody, you know, uh, your friend or your friend's friend had this guy come and do work and it was amazing. Yeah. You know, he's, he's busy. He doesn't have to invest a lot of money in getting onto Angie's List or Home Advisor or worrying about Google ad ad clicks, you know, because he's just, his work, speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those people are hard to find, but when you do, they're, they're worth their weight in gold. And they're, a lot of times they're 
they're, uh, they could be cheaper too. Finally, let's talk about ways that you can save money on your renovation. One of the best ways you can do that is by doing some of the work yourself. No, I'm not talking about opening up the walls and doing your own electrical work. Neither one of us consider ourselves DIY experts, but we're working on smaller tasks like prepping and painting walls, hauling materials, assembling some of the cabinets, and being an extra pair of hands as needed. We're also focused on getting the best deals we can on the materials. And what we found with that is that it was cheaper to source materials from different vendors rather than bundle everything together. For example, we went with IKEA with the cabinets, but chose a locally family-owned business for the quartz countertops. We got our range and exhaust hood at Lowe's, while our sink came from Amazon. These tasks are certainly not going to get us an HD TV show for ourselves, but it is snagging us savings since our contractor has more time on the big, more skilled task. And being a bit more involved with your renovation gives you some options. Not only can you pocket that money into savings, but you can also redirect that money to splurge on another area of the renovation that really matters to you while still keeping you on the budget. So as you talk with your contractor, discuss ways you can contribute based on your schedule and skill set. That can save you money and you'll also feel good about having a bit of sweat equity into your home. Another thing to consider is evaluating what materials can you reuse. Sometimes there's an opportunity to repurpose something old into something beautiful and functional. We're actually having our pantry made from the best planks our contractor salvaged during demo with the old cabinets. So that is not only a cost savings, but it brings something a little special into our kitchen where a part of the old is still in there with the new. I really hope this episode helps you feel less stressed and more empowered about tackling your own home renovation project. If you want to discuss this more or maybe swap ideas on how you can save on home renovation, don't forget to join our free and private Facebook group called Thriving Families. We're there to help each other out with our financial and other family goals. You can find us at simplifyandenjoy.com FB. Hope to see you there. Special thanks to Barrett for being a part of the show. If you're living in the Triangle area of North Carolina and you're at the stage where you're planning and saving up for your own home project, you really want to check out Coastal. Besides having competitive rates with savings, they also have financing options for home improvements, including a home equity line of credit. Now, there's so much more that goes into a home renovation that we can cover in one episode. So if you're curious about the whole process and would like to see start to finish how our kitchen turns out, please join us in the community. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com join. I'm going to be sharing the numbers of what we spend both for materials, for hiring contractors, and then also ways that we've saved during the whole process. And as always, I'm going to have the resources that we mentioned in this episode, as well as extras like a free spreadsheet template to make budgeting and tracking your home renovation much easier. It's going to be all in the show notes. Next week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite things, food, which also happens to be one of the biggest expenses for many families. We're going to dive back in into ways that you can save a significant amount of money while still being a foodie. 
So stay tuned and keep an eye for it on your favorite podcast app. We're on iTunes, Spotify, CastBox, and more. Our music today was from Lee Rosevere and Audio. Finally, and most importantly, I want to say thank you for listening and your support. I appreciate it. And if you have any questions, ideas, or stories you want to share, please reach out to me. I'm on social media at Simplified Enjoy, or you can join the community newsletter and just hit back with reply. I read all your messages. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.